So potential, what is it and what does it mean to have it? So we can right away offer a simple example. What if we said the sentence, this car has the potential to drive 50 miles? What does that mean? So we would say that that means that it is possible to drive 50 miles with the car, which here means that I have enough gas in the car and the motor, it won't break down, hopefully, and the wheels won't puncture. Everything is good. And the car should drive 50 miles in ideal circumstances. If we say this car does not have the potential, maybe our car broke down, we're trying to figure out, can I make it uh, back home and, and, and then deal with it there? So we're thinking, does this car have the potential to travel, let's say I'm 20 miles away from home, 20 miles or not? Or will it simply break down and shut down? So here, in the simple, at least usage of the term potential, we can say that potential means it being possible for a given, excuse me, entity uh, uh, here an object or or a person to, to do something uh, the, uh, to, to fulfill a given objective so transferring it to people we would say excuse me that to ask um, does a person have the potential for something is to ask uh, is it possible for a person to do something now under what conditions and that would be the second question uh, right? because uh, it, it, it would be one thing uh, if each of us lived forever and consequently we had uh, an unlimited of time to pursue any given objective. We could take 100,000 years to try to make it to the NBA, another 100,000 years to try to become uh, the number one singer in the world, another 2 million years to try to catch up to um, you know Mozart and play as good a, a, as he did. So forth and so on, but our time is limited. So here when we ask, is it possible for... Uh, uh, me or, or somebody else that hopefully I care about and not, uh, uh, I'm trying to put down to attain to a given goal, we also have to factor in uh, time, uh, in the time uh, permissible. All right, so, for example, we can ask, uh, does uh, the, the, the baby have the potential to uh, to to, uh, to to walk right, and insofar as there's no limiting factors, the question would translate to: Is it possible for the baby to walk, or either way it would? Is it possible for the baby to walk, and then uh, in 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 how much time? In in uh, in a week? Maybe no, right? Unless that the baby's already at that point, it's already taking the first steps. Two weeks, maybe no. But what about in a year? Okay, probably two years, depending again what age we start considering. Yes, three years, yes, four years. So we're saying in the time that we have, it is possible to attain this objective. But if we say, is it possible for the baby to bench press 300 pounds by age three, we would say, no, it's not possible under any circumstances whatsoever. It cannot be done. No matter how much we hold the bar and, and, uh, and mess with the baby, which we should not do, the, the baby will not bench 300 pounds by, by three years old. So we would say, no, the baby has no potential as it concerns that objective. So anyhow, as it concerns more realistic things or more applicable things, potentially, we would uh, say that we can ask uh, uh, when we're asking ourselves, do I have the potential to accomplish something? Uh, the first thing to say, is it possible for me to accomplish certain things are ruled out right away, irrespective of the factor of time. For example, is it possible for me to jump over a house unless the toy house? No. And time has nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter if I could train 10 hours a day under the best circumstances and have the best nutrition and the best trainers, the best strength and conditioning. I would never, ever be able to jump over the house. That's it. No potential. Zero. 
We've lost this objective before we even started. But it, we, we take something more reasonable that's, that, that's at least conceivable. And, and we can ask the same question. For example, is it possible for me to, um, to, to run a mile in, um, in five minutes? All right. So how do we go about answering this question? We take that time, first of all, we say, how much time are we looking at? Are we looking at, a, at the culmination of a lifetime's worth of work? Or do I have to do it for the race next week? And now I run a 10-minute mile. Right? So we have to consider the time. And then we have to, the, maybe the hardest part, at least emotionally, and, and really otherwise, is, is to gain an honest understanding uh, and, and make an honest assessment concerning our own abilities and, and, uh, and our own capacities. Why is that tough? Because, excuse me, um, ideally our self-esteem is coming from our choices, it's coming from our efforts, it's coming from our integrity, and that's not just said in a soft way, that really should be the reality, absolutely, meaning did I try to do the right thing, did I give 100% effort, and if I did, well, what else do I have to worry about, but realistically speaking, our self-esteem frequently comes from our attributes, even if we have nothing uh, or had nothing to do with them, for example, I have nice blue eyes, all right, and uh, now I feel good about myself. I have nice green eyes. Now I feel good. Did I did I have anything to do with having the blue eyes or the green eyes? Unless it's contact lenses, colored or something. That however that works. No. So it doesn't. It's a, it's it's vanity to to use that to feel good about myself. I'm taller than average. All right, or I'm shorter than average. Also, I have nothing to do with in all likelihood. Some stipulations there, crazy surgeries, but basically, right? So also, my family is is very wealthy or is very poor. Also, did I contribute to that? If I did, then great. But if not, that's just the cards that I was dealt. So now I accept those cards and I focus on my choices. That's where my self-esteem should be coming from. But again, realistically speaking, it does come from those things. Attributes that are other than our choices, qualities about us that are other than our choices, talents that are other than our choices. For example, naturally, I have a great ear for music, right? Ideally, my self-esteem is coming from the work I've put in to become a good musician or singer, not from my innate predisposition, but frequently that is that, that is a source of, of confidence and self-esteem for us. So to gain an honest understanding here is the toughest thing. But how do we do that? We have to take a look at a number of factors. For example, we can consider um, how good, uh, first of all, we have to try to do what we're trying to do, and we can take a baseline, and then we can see how far off it is. Now, uh, that in itself is not a guarantee that we will never meet uh, uh, kind of a, the, the objective, because there are situations where a person has a very low starting line, starting baseline, and somehow manages to make tremendous leaps and bounds. But the, the truth is, first of all, that that's rare, admittedly so, and especially in something that requires pure talent, such as speed. There's people that run right away, maybe the 40-yard dash, they're, they're hitting a 4-4, a 4-3, something like that. Somebody else hits a 6, a 5-5, five, five, a 5. So, or, for example, um, something, other physical attributes, strength, um, uh, singing ability, certain things, even people that are super talented, are, are, are really good right away or again after the first few times but nonetheless it is possible to to really improve so that's not enough we have to take a baseline and then we have to get get to work and and for a certain period of time and then evaluate an, a, a, another metric and another one and another one and see is there any kind of intelligible improvement right and um, if the answer is no 
If the answer is yes, then great. Then we have the potential, meaning, per our definition, there, there seems to be the possibility, the conceivable possibility of attaining an objective. Meaning, again, the first time I run a mile, I hit a bad time, uh, relatively speaking. I hit a, a 10 minutes for the mile, right? But that's the, I can't right away call it quits, say uh, I'm very bad at running. Let me practice for a week, run again. Okay, now I, I've already dropped a minute. I, I run nine mi- minutes. I practice another week, eight. Well, okay, that's a positive. Uh, um, uh, I'm going in a positive direction. A couple months, I'm down to, to, to five minutes. Oh, there we go, right? Now uh, to, to reach a... Uh, what what is it? Three minute mile is is the record, or, or beneath that, or is it four minutes? Whatever it might be, the reach uh, the, the, that uh, that that might be the hardest part, right? To really close that that distance and become elite. But nonetheless, I see that it's not, I can't rule it out right away, right? But if I practice, I run a mile, I run ten minutes, and then I, uh, you know, first I have to. Win some of the fights with gravity. Uh, I have to attain some conditioning, but I've done all that, and I just, for whatever reason, I, uh, the, uh, my speed is not going up. Then uh, or going down, whatever it is. But uh, then we might say that I can still run, but it wouldn't. Uh, it's not. I don't know that I have grounds to suppose that there's the possibility that I will ever run an elite uh, level. Uh, I'll never hit an elite level of speed for for the mile. But anyhow, so if the answer is yes, we keep going. But excuse me, if the answer is no. Then that's that, then that's tricky. First of all, again, it can be very emotionally um, excruciating to uh, uh, kind of apprehend evidence that we are not a, as good at something as we thought we were or as we want it to be. It's, and it can be a, a huge um, kind of uh, emotional um, adaptation that, that we need to sustain. But uh, here, the question we need to ask perhaps is, is there benefit to be had from partaking in the activity in and of its own self, meaning in trying for its own sake. If the answer is no, right away we quit. If the answer is yes, then insofar as other commitments that are more important are not in, are not in the way, then it may make sense to continue. So, for example, concerning the mile, we can ask, you know, I, I tried, I hit a baseline, then I worked really hard for a few years, and I'm still not anywhere close to, to an elite level speed for the mile. So now I ask myself, is there a point in me continuing for its own sake? Maybe yes. I stay in shape, fitness, runners high, uh, uh, good things. Right? I'm, I'm maybe in a school environment, I'm part of a team. So fine, I continue because I'm getting other benefits. Even if I never become a, a world champion mile runner or even an elite level one, I'm still getting plenty of benefits. But if the answer is no, I hate running. My knees are achy. I, I don't get the runners high. I get nothing at all out of this. I just wanted to run an elite mile to get into the Guinness Book of World Records or to win a race, to earn a lot of money. I, there's no, I, I'm not anywhere close. I'm not showing any potential for it. Doesn't seem to be a possibility. What am I doing wasting my time? Let me move on to something else. So that's an attitude to take there. We evaluate uh, our, our capacity in something honestly, and then uh, we ask ourselves, is there a point? If, again, if the answer is yes, then we can keep going if we want to attain to a given objective. If the answer is no, we uh, ask ourselves, is there a point? And does it make sense in my life to pursue this activity uh, if, as an amateur for, for its own sake? Right? Maybe, again, uh, we see these master, let's say, chess players, right? Uh, it, chances are they were good from either their first game or their first few games. Let's give it the first uh, 100 games. They saw that there was that they had a lot of potential, right? So it made sense for them to keep going, become a chess master, maybe earn some money in competition, 
and maybe get a little fame, uh, this and that, right? So it makes sense. If the answer is no, the person plays 100 games, 200 games, 300 games, 400 games in a person, the mind just doesn't work that way. The memory, whatever the, the attributes they're needed, a person isn't able to, to, to succeed or isn't showing high-level potential. Then the person needs to ask, do I enjoy chess for its own sake, do I want to play uh, play it as as a hobby? If the answer is yes, then no problem. Then there's the stress is off, and, and we can, uh, and the person can can play, no problem. But if the answer is no, the person simply wanted to do it for the money, right? As a mercenary uh, uh, for the the competition, then it, it's, it's it's chances are it's a waste. It's a waste of time. There's there's many different things that we can do. So now we can discuss that that that's some uh, theory there. Now we can discuss uh, some uh, questions concerning. The different kinds of potential that uh, it, it would appear that, that we have, uh, the different grades of it, the different sorts. So, and say that the, the most uh, common, commonly known uh, uh, um, forms of potential and that, that, that are paid the most attention to have to do with unique skill sets and unique gifts. For example, the capacity to sing, the capacity to act, the capacity to write, the capacity to speak, the capacity... Uh, obviously uh, in sports and all these kinds of things. Why? Because uh, things that uh, few people have uh, and many aspire to uh, it can give us a lot of benefits depending on, on, on what we mean by the term benefits. Meaning, for example, uh, each of us uh, or very many people would love to be um, a superstar singer, you know, go on American Idol or whatever it is and win. Now be on YouTube with millions of views. Many people want to do that. But most people do not have a voice, a singing voice at least, that other people want to listen to, aside from mommy, daddy, caretaker. Consequently, if a person does have that voice, right, now he or she is in a position to, uh, to uh, bring fame and fortune to him or herself. Because other people, wow, I enjoy it, or I want to be like that, or I'm living vicariously through this person, easier than ever with social media, right? As long as we take a person into our sense of self and we're not intimidated by their accomplishments, we feel good when they win. For example, our favorite sports team, they win, it feels good. The other team that we're not a fan of wins, it feels bad. But if we switched our allegiances, it would be the reverse. So it depends what we are a fan of, who we take it into our sense of self. Right? Well, a given athlete we're a fan of, we want him or her to win. We're not, oh, oh no, the person won. And it's the same thing here. A given singer, a given performer, we like. They seem nice, they seem humble, they seem down to earth, whatever we're looking for. Now we want the person to succeed. We, we go on their social media. We're living vicariously through them. We like all their pictures. We comment. You're looking great. Yada, yada. It feels good. Somebody else, whatever reason, some kind of unconscious wire, the person tripped. The person makes us feel bad. Now we do not want them to succeed. Now it feels bad. Oh, my goodness. This person got this uh, kind of... Uh, a performance here at, at, at this event. Oh no, I, I can't believe it. Let me leave a, a hateful message on their social media. So that's the idea. But anyhow, gifts like that, that that's usually what we think of as it concerns uh, uh, potential. And uh, the, something we could say there is that those, are, those would in fact appear to be gifts. Uh, we see somebody like Mozart playing at a world-class level, uh, as far as we're told by experts and as it would seem. Uh, or now we can't hear, I guess, but uh, uh, the, the, the accounts, as they as we understand them, uh, playing at a world-class level from a very, very early age. We see that uh, a level that 
the vast, vast majority of even high-level musicians would never, ever reach in their entire life. So to say that, that was strictly because of, um, you know, some kind of trick or some kind of or, or work ethic or something like this, it might be uh, assuming a lot. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's an ability. The person had all the attributes. They came together. The, the hearing, whatever attributes music requires, the dexterity of the fingers for playing piano, whatever it is, that Mozart had the gift and he took advantage of the gift. And without that gift, a person will never become Mozart. And that's a truth that, again, is, is tough for a lot of us to accept, but that, that that's part of the maturation process to understand what it means to have an ability, and without the ability, we're never going to get there. Right? We take the, uh, an Olympic uh, champion sprinter, somebody without that that uh, physical build, without the the muscle composition, the whatever the case may be, will never be an Olympic champion sprinter. Right? No matter how much he or she tries, we take somebody that ends up lifting uh, a tremendous amount of weight off of the ground or uh, or from the chest or otherwise, a person without the proper muscle uh, composition, without the proper build, and all of this will never, ever lift that amount of weight. can still lift a lot potentially, but never that amount of weight. So we see singing, a person without the gift for a singing voice can practice till he or she goes, uh, can can barely, you know, what's it called, the voice, till the voice gives out, she'll never be able to sing like somebody that has a gift of singing. Somebody has a gift for um in what you might call it, even acting, something like this, it would appear there's so many attributes, but it would seem, right? There, there's people that have the emotional range and, and have the look and have all these things that come together and the person is a superstar. And, and it wouldn't seem that uh, uh, somebody without that could be, say, Will Smith, no matter how much he or she tried, could go to every acting class, but w- wouldn't be able to be that. So we see those are gifts. They're, hand, they're, they're, they're delivered to us, that's it, right? If we have the gift, great, we can take advantage of it. It becomes our responsibility, really, to take advantage of a, a, a gift that we have. And if we don't have the gift, then there's nothing at all to feel bad about because it's no different, really, as it would seem, than to be, have a certain height or a certain hair color or eye color or something like this. It's just the, the deck of cards that, that we are de- dealt. And if we can look past our vanity, we wouldn't feel bad. Right? But we see now we want fame in general to feel good about ourselves. Really, we don't even want that. We want healthy self-esteem. We want to feel good. Excuse me. We want dignity. We want pride. And we think that... Uh, singing is, is the way to get there because everybody's doing it, social media, this, that. So now we think, oh, it's life is so not fair. How come I can't sing like that? But no, if we simply look past our vanity, we uh, make a, a mature long-term plan to, to, to gain emotional and mental health that doesn't involve being at the top of, uh, of the charts, then we're not going to feel so bad about it. So that, that would be the key. We look past our vanity and, and then we don't aspire towards gifts. But anyhow, that we don't have. Um, but uh, yeah, as we said, if we do have a gift, it's simply part and parcel of our overall development to develop that gift. If a person has a potential, an ability to do something that is worth doing, we can have the, the, the potential to hop on, on one leg for two hours a day. It right? doesn't mean that we have to do that, but something that's worth doing, something that will lead to a higher expression of oneself and one's capacities. If a person then does not pursue that potential, doesn't try to realize it, he or she will suffer. He or she will, will not be able to be what he or she could be. And there will be mental and emotional consequences of that. So for a person, again, that has a gift, that could be a great actor, actress, singer, chess player, um, uh, mathematician, 
whatever the case may be, that is just simply like for somebody else, for us, brushing teeth is our responsibility. Eating, drinking, a person has to do it. That, that, that's for them to do. Those of us that don't, it's none of our business. We already said that. But what about a, a deeper potential? Uh, we would say that perhaps applies to more people in here. The potential that we want to make reference to uh, concerns uh, the, the, uh, the potential to develop into what we can call a human being to develop into something more than uh, the, the initial animal-based state that we all start out in. Meaning we understand it's no question when we see a little baby, it's just the creature. It's very, very cute. No question about it. We love the baby, but the baby is a creature. The baby has to realize a lot of potential to become a person. Has to acquire language, has to acquire ideas, has to acquire theory of mind and all kinds of things. It would be misnomer to say, oh, that's a that's a full-fledged human being in every sense of the term. With potential, that's why we obviously respect the baby. We know, you know, but but uh, not yet. Potential has to be realized. But obviously, if uh, the potential is not realized, if the baby grows into a child and the child grows into an adult, and that human potential is not realized, that we also wouldn't, it would be a misnomer to say that is really a, a, a human being in the full sense of the term. Now, it might sound harsh, but if we think about it, it might really be a, a positive way of looking at things. Because when we look out onto the world and we see uh, the kinds of things that we do, that people do, and uh, the kinds of relationships that, that we have or lack thereof and, and the kinds of hatred and the kinds of violence and the kinds of uh, nonsense that, that goes on to say that uh, all of us that are involved in such things are human beings in the highest sense of the word are truly potential realized as it concerns every human capacity then the world really is tragic and then there's really a big problem because if this is what our species uh, this is the, the max out of our species what we've had, what a historian say, uh, under 300 years of peace in all of recorded history together, meaning a year here, a year there, a couple months here, all together over thousands of years, only under 300 years, right? If that's everything, if that's the, the max, then the, there's there's really no hope. We can probably end things now because this is not, it's no fun. Right? It's no fun to, to live in the world that we have. But if we understand that simply uh, the body grows, but the mind doesn't necessarily grow. The emotions don't necessarily grow. The human, uh, the, the person doesn't necessarily grow into a human being. Then it's very, it, it makes perfect sense, right? We understand a person remains a child inside. A person remains a creature. A person remains at the animal level of development. What can be expected of him or her other than the pursuit of desires, the reactions to stimuli, and, and the pursuit of dignity, and, and, and all these kinds of things. And then, if we can view a person in, in light of their true uh, development, then we're not gonna we're gonna be able to accept the person on the contrary, because we see the form of a human being, and right away we expect human things from the person. A human being has to be honest. A uh, human being has to uh, be genuinely kind, not in the false, ridiculous sense of, oh, kind, kind, right, really, truly kind, a human being has to see the reality of others, all these different things, we see somebody, they try to scam us, they try to steal from us, we're thinking it's a human being, and, and consequently, we begin to hate them, we begin to get angry, but if we see it's just a child, it's just a creature in the body of an adult, further than, as obviously, the world is no easy place, it's no picnic, our mind becomes twisted, or uh, the coping mechanisms really lead us down crazy twists and turns, but ultimately it's the same nature as anybody else has. A person fundamentally is good and means good, and, and it's a little baby creature in, in the body of an adult. How can we hate the person then? No matter what they do to us, it's a, it's a pitiful matter. We can still 
and not uh, give the credit card information of the scammer, but we're not going to hate the scammer. Like, oh, I can't believe you did this. Like, it's, it's, it's a tragedy. It's too bad, but we're not going to have hatred. But anyhow, the potential then would be to grow into a, a human being, to grow into a, a higher instance of, uh, of, uh, of, of something, of an individual, of existence, whatever you want to say. And, and what, what about potential there? So in principle, in theory, we would say that insofar as a person has the, the capacity to form concepts and a person has a, an emotional range that allows them to think and reason and, and respond and and, uh, and all of this, a person has the potential to advance and at the very least be better than he or she was before those efforts. Right? Now, can every single person reach uh, the, 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 the heights of ethical and intellectual perfection? Can every single person overcome every fault and folly and overcome our selfishness and our greed and our smallness and pettiness of mind? Is it possible for, for every person? Uh, again, we want to we want to say yes, but practically speaking, no. But the vast majority of people can be better than they are today. Most of us can be better with work than we are today and with the assimilation of new ideas, new interpretations of life, new ways of looking at ourselves and other people, we can be better. Now, with that said, the, the, the troublesome part, right, is that maybe there are some that cannot be better. Like who? Obviously, uh, some of us are, are tragically born with congenital uh, severe intellectual disorders where we have extreme trouble forming any kinds of concepts, uh, maybe even acquiring a language. Those are special cases. Those are medical cases that obviously we give the utmost sympathy uh, concerning which. And, um, and and if that's uh, our responsibility, then obviously the person <coughs> ought to receive not a, an iota less of care. In fact, more care, as much care as needed than anybody else. But we wouldn't also uh, no more than we would take a, a person that is severely vertically challenged and, and try to get them into the NBA. We wouldn't try to. Uh, get such people through the doorway of, of humanity necessarily, right? Uh, you have to be perfect, right? Person that can't understand words in the first place. That's not realistic. We care for people, for those of us that that are um, that, that, that have a weakness. They're obviously part of the same team as anybody else and taken care of. But the, those are that, that's a, a category of, of individuals there. Uh, with with a tragically uh, a lack of, of potential, but as it concerns those of us that are not so uh, disabled, the, the lack of potential would be when our heart has hardened to such an extent that we are unable to um, to to, uh, to to think at all. We're unable to our range of uh, emotion, our emotional range is super super tiny. Our defense mechanisms are super super high. Our lies to ourselves and our deceit, <coughs> excuse me, is extreme. Uh, or uh, understanding of the reality of anybody else's slim, the nun, we would say that that's also a very difficult category to deal with. Right? It can be called psychopaths, sociopaths, but those are uh, words that just stimulate our emotions and, and uh, allow us to project onto somebody else. Taking away those words, we would say that there are obviously uh, those of us that have minimal tools, intellectual, uh, emotional, moral tools, to meet our desires, and yet we still have those desires. We still have our nature, so it, it really becomes a, a troublesome case. And we would say there's also that category that deserves professional, excuse me, professional uh, attention. And uh, any time that a person is apprehended 
For example, breaking the law, instead of thinking, projecting onto this person, this person means bad. Unlike me, I'm the good person. That's the criminal. That's the evil individual. We can say this is a person just like me, with the same nature as me, but that did not have the tools to form him or herself properly. Now, the, the responsibility is, uh, or, or the, the best thing is, responsibility is a difficult word, thing here, but the, the best possible thing is to do everything possible to elevate this person inform this person as much as possible it might not be again too, the, the the potential might be limited but insofar as there's at least a little potential that we we try to realize that potential for, for the good of everyone as opposed to for example just putting a person away giving them no uh, uh kind of uh, uh education giving them no edification and, and then letting them out again to, uh, to be the same person that they were and have to try to meet their needs in the same way without new tools that's not it, it's it's setting people up for failure and, and it's obviously not good for anybody else as well and we see that that crime obviously has been it's no new thing it has always been and perhaps because there has never been a concerted effort to to truly uh, kind of uh, address the, the problem from an inner level uh, taking the, the person as an individual that or as a seed that has formed poorly as a tree that has grown in a crooked way and that then needs to be pruned that needs to be regrown maybe all kinds of things but there's there's different things to, to be done with, with with the vast majority of individuals but anyhow that's another category but uh, as for the rest of us um, that there are not uh, wouldn't best be put under such labels we would say that our potential as human beings uh, is in strict connection with our desire and, and with our motivation to make something of ourselves. If we have no aspirations to be anything, then, <coughs> excuse me, the lowly creature that, that, that we are at present, then we will never become anything than what we are. Now, if we do have that aspiration, even if our tools are rather modest, even if we're, we don't have the sharpest wit, we don't have uh, the the widest range of emotions. We don't have the widest range of uh, kind of a personality, the broadest personality. It's okay if we have the desire to truly advance ourselves, to truly be better than we were. The vast, vast majority of us, if we have the desire, would say for sure we can. The problem is having the desire. If we have the desire, we can. Just like we see, not everybody can run a mile at an elite level or lift an elite amount of weight off the ground, but. Just about everybody that can have the real genuine desire to improve his or her fitness can. Again, would say there's outliers. There's a person that weighs a thousand something pounds, can't move, but okay. So if the person has the desire, diet, surgery, something almost always, if not always, can be done. At least something. So that's the idea. If we can develop that desire to realize our potential as a human being or as a being, we're not a human being yet, but as a being, then uh, uh, we will uh, be better than, than we were. And that is, that's the idea, to realize our potential, to become what we can be, to aspire and, and to climb. And that is the key to getting what we really, truly want on a deeper level. So that's the idea. We discussed potential a little bit. It's the possibility of uh, uh, of doing something or, or of something occurring that the... the um, the potential of jumping to the moon or jumping over a building is zero right away. The potential of uh, doing something that far exceeds our demonstrated capacities is is questionable. But if, if we find value in the activity itself, we can do it nonetheless. The potential to do something that we have demonstrated 
capacities towards is much greater. And then we it's, it, be, it may be our obligation, our responsibility to develop that potential. But that's as it concerns uh, contingent things. Again, I want to be an actor, an actress, a singer, a great computer programmer, great this, as it concerns being a great human being. And that transfers over, obviously, to being a great mother, a great father, a great friend, a great family member, a great citizen, a great employee. All of these things in their genuine forms are coming from our inner being, to so say, our inner degrees of development. Otherwise, it's just behavioral conditioning. That's why we're not going to treat in isolation my potential to become a great mother, but without addressing who I am. All right, what's going on inside? We can, but that's, that'll be behavioral. I can, like... Feed at this time, do this, but to really become great mother, father, brother, sister, we have to change ourselves and our understandings. As it concerns that, we discussed some uh, troublesome areas where maybe the, the potential doesn't seem present, although we should, whenever possible, assume that there's at least a little bit there. But good news is the vast majority of us, if we can find it in ourselves to, to, to light uh, the spark of a little bit of desire, we can be better than we were. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.